Hello, friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Paul White. It's the 15th day of September, and I am going back into a little journey with Jeremiah today and again tomorrow, maybe maybe for several days. We'll see where it goes. I've been enjoying learning a few things about this great prophet and taking a look at some of the moments in his book, the book that bears his name. I encourage you to go take a look at Jeremiah and work your way through it a little bit, realizing it was it's going to feel a little disjointed, particularly when you get used to the books that are chronologically laid out left to right. Jeremiah is not that way. Although you do get his calling in the first chapter, and then it just sort of jumps into his life and ministry. Here's a moment in that early jump that I want to share with you from Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 11. 11 and 12, actually. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see a branch of an almond tree, literally a rod of an almond tree, a stick of an almond tree. Then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. And in some translations, I am watching for my word. Uh, And that's a little better, uh, even in many of your Reference Bibles, you're going to get a Hebrew reference there for the word ready in the middle of verse 12 that is a little better of I am watching. I'm not sure why the translators laid off of watching and went to ready because I think there's something of particular importance that goes on in this. First of all, let's acknowledge this. The almond rod has precedence in the Hebrew story. Whenever Korah rebelled and led a rebellion against Uh, Aaron and the priesthood, Moses went to the Lord and said, what do we do? These people feel as if they should be in charge. And the instructions that God gave to Moses was bring bring the head of every one of the 12 tribes of Israel in, whoever the head of that tribe is, and have each of them bring his rod. Now, of course, the rod is um, for stability. It is like a walking stick. It was also used, however, for defense. It was used to defend your flock against a wolf or a lion or a bear or whatever attacked it. Um, it It could also be used for some form of discipline, but its primary purpose was defense. It was a symbol of your power and your authority. And so the head of each tribe brings their rod God tells Moses, have them lay those rods on the floor of in the tabernacle, inside the, the tent flap of the tabernacle, and they do. And overnight, they are to leave them and come back in the morning, and they do. And all 12 of the tribe heads meet Moses at the door of the tabernacle. And when he opens the front door to the tabernacle and goes in, there are the 12 rods. 11 of them haven't changed, but Aaron's rod has budded forth almond blossoms. And it's such a spectacular miracle because the rod is dead. It's from nothing comes something. And Aaron is then given sort of the the mantle of power and responsibility, like this is the one. And there's all kinds of beautiful theological images there that are mostly probably best interpreted by Christians through the New Testament. Like, for instance, the fact that Jesus is dead and out of the darkness of his death, 
which is sort of laying in the floor of the tabernacle, out of the darkness of his death comes forth the springing blossom of new life called the resurrection. So the cross leads to a resurrection. The true mantle of authority comes through that resurrected being. But it's also a symbol that uh, there's new life, that seasons change, that whatever you thought yesterday needs to change today. So when God brings this to Jeremiah and Jeremiah says, I see a branch of an almond tree, the, the almond has that precedence of the blossom that brings forth the fruit. There's a fragrant smell to the almond blossom. It's a beautiful blossom, but it's not the end game. The blossom itself is what precedes the actual almond. And so when you see the blossom, you know something else is coming. Now, all of that's well and good, but there's something particular here in the Hebrew that I think is definitely worth a a couple of minutes on a podcast and probably worth a whole lot more than that. It's the reason why a moment ago I said in in verse 12, I wish the translators had stayed a little closer than they did. Here's verse 12, the way I read it to you. Then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. That's the new King James. Here's the NRSV. Then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. And that's better. It's closer to the Hebrew. And here's why that's important. Because... The word almond and the word watching don't really seem to go together in the English. But in the Hebrew, they're one letter off. The word almond in the Hebrew is shaked. S-H-A-Q-E-D would be the English transliteration out of the Hebrew. The word watching is shoked. S-H-O-Q-E-D. Literally one letter difference in the Hebrew When you see things like that lying back to back in Hebrew literature, they're most often a literary device of some form. So God equates the almond blossom with watching. And the almond blossom is something that indicates a change of of season. It's a, a sign of the spring. And the spring then would remind Jeremiah that God was watching over his word that God was watching to make sure that whatever he said over Jeremiah comes true and that you can watch the seasons of your life. This is how I think this applies to us. You can watch the seasons of your life as they change, which they will, and take heart in the fact that God has assured that during the change of season, he's watching You don't see what's happening because the season's changing. All we see is leaves falling off the trees. We don't realize those leaves are fertilizing the ground for the spring. All we see is a blossom on the end of the almond branch. God sees almonds that are coming up to sustain another generation in a new season. Whenever we see the almond, we should be reminded he's watching. That's what God's saying to Jeremiah. And this is what I want to say to you today. You might be changing seasons. We're, we're in the process here of nearly changing seasons, heading here late summer into fall. And here in North Georgia, we have days where it feels like fall. We have days where it feels like summer. It can't really figure out what's going on. It's a change of season. But In the realm of the spirit, as the seasons of your life change, as things begin to transition, just know that God's not caught off guard. He's watching over the word that he dropped into your spirit. I'm having a good time with Jeremiah. I hope that you are as well. We'll do some more tomorrow. I'll see you then. God bless.